0: You are listening to Orange Blaze, a Florida Trail podcast.
1: Also, I'm trying to teach the women about the different types of terrain there are, and that you know we have oak hammocks, and we have the pine scrubs, and we have all the pine forests, and that there's hikes that lead to the ocean, or you know. So I I try to just make it diversify so that that way they can see that Florida is not just swampland because that's my number one question is like, um, are we going to have to walk through a river? (laughs) Are we going to have to walk with the alligators? Are we going to have to, you know, so I want them to be able to see that there's just, there's more out there than just the swamp.
0: That was Angie Vasquez, hiker and outdoor enthusiast and founder of the group girls who hike Florida. And I'm Misty Ridley little Florida trail 2011 through hiker and lover of all things, Florida. I'm excited to share this episode with you Florida Trail enthusiasts, because it is a good one. So at some point, all beginners in the hiking world, though oftentimes men have had more exposure to outdoor activities than their female counterparts. Of course, I'm generalizing here, but as many of us know, the male to female ratio of people outside in the trails is definitely slanted towards males. That is definitely changing over the last several years, with more women getting out and exploring trails all over the world, And as you can tell through social media, there's more ladies out there, but I think my fellow women hikers would be even happier if there were more of us out there. Angie noticed this too, when she moved back to Florida and began creating general meetup groups for hikers. Mostly men would join her outings, a female here and there, of course. And the trend seemed to be that the men's female significant others or family members would stay behind at home because they didn't enjoy the outdoors or were perhaps were intimidated by what they might encounter. That spurred her to create the Girls Who Hike Florida Meetup Group to knit together a community of women hikers of all ages, abilities, and backgrounds. Now that group has over 1,000 members on Meetup, as well as a significant amount of followers on Instagram, and a healthy dose of female Florida outdoor enthusiasts tagging their photos, hashtag GirlsWhoHikeFL. Our conversation spanned an array of topics, including diversity in the outdoors and how it relates to Girls Who Hike Florida, as well as safety and most common questions she receives on hikes. If you identify as a male, please don't turn this podcast off. We need you to be allies in the outdoors when it comes to hiking with women. And well, honestly, we need you to be allies in a lot of other areas of our lives. And it helps to have a little bit of information on what women are interested in as they begin their life exploring the outdoors. And if you're a woman who is a bit nervous about taking that first hike, find someone in the Girls Who Hike Florida group and take a local hike. I know Angie and other hiking leaders in the group would be happy to help you get started. Okay. A few bits of business before the episode. In last month's episode, I mentioned the listener episode I wanted to produce for January. So far, I've only had one person leave me a voicemail and that is not going to make the episode. (laughs) So you can email me a voice memo to orangeblazepodcast at gmail.com or leave a voicemail at my Google voice number 832-780-9819 with a short one to three minute reason why you love the Florida trail or why you love hiking in Florida or about your upcoming hike you can get details on that on the show notes for this episode The through hiking season is kicking off already with several folks on the trail if you're hiking this season and you know about the podcast would you mind spreading the word with your fellow hikers on the trail and if you are interested in sharing your hiking story here on the podcast please feel free to drop me an email after your hike i'd love to chat with you about it on the podcast you can find the podcast at orangeblaze.thegardenpathpodcast.com and on Instagram at orangeblaze podcast. Thanks for listening and enjoy the episode. Nice. Um yeah, I mean I don't know a lot about you. I went through your both of your Instagrams to try to like, you know, uh, compile the outline and stuff like that, but maybe if you want to introduce yourself, um, because I don't know if other people on Instagram, um, if, they're, if they're not part of the meetup, if they know who, who you are, who's the person behind the Girls Who Hike Florida account.
1: Okay. Um, well, I'm Angie. <laughs> um, I am originally from California, but I lived in numerous states, mainly tourism states, um, New York, California, Nevada. Florida twice and um, I, I'm into the, being outdoors so <laughs> so you um,
0: said you said tourism states is that what your career is in um yes okay.
1: hospitality okay. I have a master, well my um degrees are in hospitality so I have a hospitality management degree and then two business degrees okay so okay. I just kind of flowed with that, but I am a veteran, so Yeah, I did see that too. I um, yeah, I'm an army vet. So um that's another reason why. Because I was just stationed in California as well. I'm born and raised in California, but I moved to New York and I joined the army there. And then they sent me back to um, California. And then okay. I ended up here afterwards.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So did you grow up like hiking and enjoying the outdoors or how did how did that get started? I
1: actually did not grow up hiking. I grew up as a tomboy, so I was always outside, but not, not hiking. I actually didn't start hiking until 2008, 2009. I took a trip to Hawaii, and I did some of the tours and things like that, and I did a couple of the hiking tours, and I've been hiking since then.
0: Okay. Well, that's a good place to learn, to get excited about hiking. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, it's um pretty, yeah, that was
1: like my first thing. And then uh, being out there, they don't have snakes and things like that. So it was not as discouraging as other places may
0: were. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, um. So you were in Nevada, I think, and that's where it really kind of took off. Is that what I understand? Definitely. um, My dog and I used to
1: go hiking and Red Rock um, all the time at Red Rock Canyon. And it was just mainly for exercise to get away from being in the city because I don't Smoke or drink or gamble—all those different things. So, I used that um, as a way of being able to get out and do things and take pictures because I'm a photographer. So, it was beautiful out in Nevada. So, I started in um, Nevada, and then I would just go to different places within the state and to Utah to um, Zion mm-hmm. because Zion was about two hours away from my house. So, I would just some mornings on the weekends I would just. Wake up early, drive to Zion, and hang out in Zion, and then come back.
0: Right. So that's That's,
1: where you
0: are. That's pretty cool to be like, yeah, I'm just going to go to Zion (laughs) in your backyard. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty (laughs) awesome. Yeah, so were you meeting up with other hikers at that point, or um, Mm -hmm. was you still kind of by yourself? I was still pretty
1: much solo, except for, like, um... If I would go on some of the hiking tours, but there was no meetup or anything like that, I would just pretty much go out. It was just me and my dog Pete, and we would just go and hang out and just walk around and end up hiking numerous um, miles, not realizing it, just, you know, giving him that freedom to be able to run around. So um, it it was just mainly me in the beginning.
0: Right. Okay. So how did you get to Florida? I, I guess you said you've been there twice, um, and I'm guessing the second <laughs> time is when you were hiking. Um, yeah. So how did you get here? I after I moved from Las Vegas, I came back here.
1: I just I love the West Coast, but um, I didn't have family there. I don't have family here either, but I am more established here because I, I was here for eight to eight to ten years prior. Okay, um, so. I just came out here, and I was like, oh, I want to still go hiking. Um, But I didn't know where to go because when I was here previously, I was going to school, and I was, like, really engulfed in school. I didn't really have a social life. So I started trying to figure out ways that I can get out, and so I started uh, my first meetup group, which was a co-ed group. And the main purpose of that was just to get – with people who are here in Florida and learn from them. I just wanted to be able to learn like the trails and like what the wildlife was like and um, just the whole terrain and the eco for here in Florida. So I started that group and I, and I learned a lot, but there weren't a lot of women. It was like a lot of times when I would post the meetups, it would be mainly um, men that would, come out and attend. And I didn't see a lot of women on the trail um, when I first, when I started that first meetup. Right. Like, so I guess that transition
0: from like Red Rocks and Nevada was like coming back. To, I mean, you've been in Florida before, but was it kind of, I mean, dealing with alligators and, you know, the swampy kind of things, was that difficult uh, for you or is it like no big deal?
1: Uh, it wasn't a big deal, but it, it was exciting because in, in Nevada, you see the red rocks and you might see a scorpion here and there or a rattler or something like that. But here there was just so much more to see as far as like birds and the alligators. I love alligators. So <laughs> I'm like a with alligators. But um, <laughs> it was just so much more wildlife to see. And the trails were flat, but it, it was it was just it's just. Florida is just so beautiful, and there's just so many different types of terrains to hike on. So it was kind of a addicting when I first started. I was like, oh my gosh, look at this and look at that. And then with me wanting to learn everything. So I'm like trying to take in everything that everybody was telling me, like, you know, all the different types of trees and all, you know, what part of town has bears, what part of town has wild boar, what part of town has pygmy rattlers you know so i was just trying to like consume all of this information so it was pretty it was really exciting to me um just to to see
0: something different from the red rocks right um yeah so that first meetup group then you said a bunch of men coming out was that like uncomfortable for you or you're just like or just, just something you noticed? like okay where are the women at
1: yeah it was more like where are the <laughs> where are the women at <laughs> and a lot of the guys were married but they're like um yeah my my wife doesn't wife doesn't hike.
0: Doesn't,
1: yeah my wife doesn't hike and I'm like why oh no she's in Florida you know mosquitoes and the humidity and she doesn't really go out and I'm like oh okay so that was kind of weird for me because in on the west coast you see so many different people just out there you know and it's like everybody kids and dogs and families and stuff and it is here as well it's just that i guess that i was not hitting that market with my hikes when i first started okay yeah
0: so how did you transition to starting the the girls who hike florida group then um was it just like kind of taking from maybe some of the other women who were coming to this other group and forming that or how did you start that
1: I was noticing, like I said, that there weren't a lot of women on the trail. And when I talked to the the guys or some of the women that would come out with us, their main concerns were like the women were scared of the wildlife and they were scared to hike alone because of you know, wildlife itself or because they're scared to hike because of men that might be hiking and strangers and different things like that. And I was like, that kind of sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I decided to start the the women's group so that we can have a safe place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to be able to provide women with this, a safe community to be able to talk to each other and communicate and network and go out um, and hike together adventure together and teach so we can teach each other so that we can teach each other. So, right. <laughs> kind of like the trickle down effect. So I just started the group. i I think, I'm trying to think, my first hike with the girls group, I got a pretty good um, amount of people. I think about 10 or 12 girls. We did Hillsborough River State Park, which was really cool. Um, and just from there, it just kind of just caught on, and the women were telling other women, and so I just kind of built
0: that way, which was amazing. Well, I'm glad to see that Meetup is still a viable thing because, I mean, I know Meetup was really popular in the mid-2000s. Um, mm-hmm. and I just didn't know how, how much it had died out. But when I popped over there, there was still like, you had like a thousand or more people
1: that mm-hmm. were at least
0: subscribed to the group. So I thought that was pretty amazing. Um, so, and yeah, I think so. you're taking it from just 10 to 12 women to... Um, you know, a couple thousand, at least joining it. How many are coming out for hikes at least?
1: Well, it just depends because it is, since it is open for all of Florida, um, I've been trying to build where I can get more of the women that are living in different counties to lead hikes since I can't be in all the different places. (laughs) But um, what I love about what they're doing is that in the discussion area for meetup, they added this discussion area, so you can go in and you can just say whatever you need to say. A lot of the women are actually um, starting their own hikes, so this not we don't always have like the official meetup group hike. You'll see someone say, "Oh, I'm going to Wakiva. Does anybody want to go?" And then like six or seven women go. Um, but I think it just depends on the location of the hikes. Mm-hmm. Like my my favorite place is is um, Orlando Wetlands. So I try to do a hike there every month and I tend to get larger groups to go going to like the, the wetlands and the central Florida the Central Florida locations. Mm-hmm. So a group can be anywhere from three people because meetup is finicky like that. <laughs> where they everybody it'll be full, but only three people show up. Or I can get the most, I think the largest group that I've had was 20. I try to keep the groups. I don't want them to be so large that you don't, that you can't enjoy nature. Because, you know, when you're out there and there's a bunch of people walking, we scare the we scare the wildlife. We're talking, we're carrying on. So I try to keep the groups kind of small. But, um,
0: yeah, I think that probably the average would be about 13, 14. Okay, that's a good size group. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, have most of the women, like, have there been any total newbie beginner people coming out on these first hikes? And, um, and now they're like kind of more experienced leading hikes. Has that happened? Um, no,
1: it's more the women that already are hiking are taking women out. Uh, We do get newbies and I do teach classes on leading hikes because I've been trying to get more and more women to come out and lead their own hikes and things like that. But I haven't had a lot of the newer members um, initiate hikes. Um, There's a couple, but um, not not as many as I would like to see out um, Mm -hmm. doing it. So hopefully I... I can fix that. <laughs> right. I would love to see them. <laughs> I would love to see women just, you know, going out. Oh, this is my favorite trail. Let me take you on it. So I mean, with the the people that, that are new, they they're mainly just kind of just watching and trying to see what what it is that we do. And I I mean I explained to them it's not really that hard. You just kind of just hiking and people are just with you. And if they ask you questions about something, if it's your favorite trail, it'd be easy for you to answer because it's your favorite trail. So I think it's, it's kind of intimidating for, for the women that are, that want to, but they're, they're kind of, they're kind of scared. So hopefully I can remedy that. um, Right. (laughs) Coming here. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah. So, I mean, on some of those, those newer people, I guess, are they becoming at least repeat meet up hikers? I mean, are they coming on to more and more or do you, or do they come in and kind of get too intimidated? Hopefully, hopefully not. <laughs> no, yeah. They,
1: they are usually, I mean, we have a lot of repeat hikers, so I'm really proud of that, that I'm like, Oh, okay. You were scared to come out and now you're like always here. Like, I think, I think that that's like amazing. Um, they, they're going to, because they're seeing different things and they're meeting other women so a lot of times well i've seen a lot of one hiker start then she'll meet someone and then i'll see those two hikers on a different hike together so i'm just kind of like yeah that's what it's all about us networking and getting out together and or they'll go out and they'll tell me oh angie we went me and so so we went hiking um you know, we just did this trail, and I'm like, "Oh, you did! Like that's amazing!" So, <laughs> when I hear that, I'm like, "Yes, that's like a success story." Every time I hear
0: one of the um, women tell me something like that, oh, that's great, awesome. Um, so, are you guys learning? I mean, I guess each the hike is probably each hike is probably different, maybe focused differently, but. Um, is there anything like focus for like birding or are you just out there just to hike the trail? I mean, is there any sort of specific goal in mind on some of these? Well, the, it depends.
1: I like the wildlife and the birding and things like that. So I try to choose places like that. But also I'm trying to teach the women about the different types of terrain there are. And, that, you know, we have oak hammocks and we have the pine scrubs and we have all the pine forests and that there's hikes that lead to the ocean or you know so i i try to just make it diversify so that that way they can see that Florida is not just swampland because that's my number one question is like, um, are we going to have to walk through a river? (laughs) Are we going to have to walk with the alligators? Are we going to have to, you know, so I want them to be able to see that there's just, there's more out there than just the swamps. So some of them are geared to just going hiking and getting out. Others are geared for birding. Um, I have one girl, she does all the hikes for Brevard County. Um, Mm -hmm. Eva, so they do, they go to like the places where the blue, the scrub jays are there and they're landing on their heads and different things like that. So just to give them a sense of like Florida is an amazing place, go out and explore it, kind of. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, so it's, it's different. It's different, but I don't, I try to, if I'm doing Orlando wetlands, it's mainly because I want to do, I want to see the birds and I want to yeah. see the alligator.
0: Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> Sometimes it's an ulterior motive, like ah, oh, let's go here yeah. because I I know this and I want to see this bird. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and usually the women
1: are like, oh my god, I didn't even know that this was back there. And I'm like, I know every. It seems like every time I take a hike back there, and the women who've never been, they're like amazed about how that place was built and how there's so much wildlife, and it looks like it's so real. Real Florida. So, yeah,
0: definitely I have alternate motors on some of the hikes, not all of them. Um, So other than, like, wondering if people are going to – questions about people hiking, are we going to hike in the water, the swamp? What are some other, like, main questions that you're always uh, answering for people?
1: Um, Probably my number one is going to be wildlife. So for a lot of the women – um, in the classes that I teach, they, that's the first thing they're like, well, what about the alligators or what about the bears or what about, you know, snakes? i like, I, I want to get out, but I'm kind of scared. I don't want to be out there and get chased by a wild boar or different things like that. So wildlife is, is like the number one on number one on the list. Um, and then after that would be safety. Um, As far as do I need to carry a knife or a stick or what do I need to protect myself while I'm out there? So um, in my classes, I I try to make it um, a goal of where I'm teaching them about being out in nature and being in all of the basic things about wildlife and how to how to handle wildlife and how to be safe, but mainly to empower them as a because I always tell in my classes, I always teach, if you want to feel safe, you have to be knowledgeable. So you need to know your terrain and know your route and know what you're going to do, know what indigenous species might be on that route so that that way you can be prepared. Because once you're, once you feel as though you have the knowledge that's empowerment and that's how, you get through all of those different things, those concerns, um, and so they. Those are the main two, though, would be wildlife, and then after that, safety. safety. Yeah, okay. to the top.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm glad you address address the um, the safety issue because I think even me and you know, I'm an experienced hiker. I still tend to go out with other people and even when i've gone out by myself i always spook myself <laughs> um so but it's like you said it's empowerment and just knowing that you know what's on the trail what your likelihood of you know a human or animal doing something to yeah. you um yeah. and just and knowing all of those all those factors so yeah. mm-hmm. they um
1: i think that a lot of times like you said how you spook yourself i've done it too and i i try to teach them like know your trail know your blazes know your route like definitely know your route because i've I've been lost and you know so I'm just kind of like yeah I I spook myself because a lot of times you might hear that rumble in the bush and you' like for me it's like Oh no! Wild boar—that's the first thing I always think of, and then out comes the gopher, the gopher turtle, the tortoise, and I'm like, "Oh "Oh, yeah, they're noisy! Oh my goodness, they're very noisy!" So I'm like, "Okay, I just like scare myself to death." And this this gentle beast, right? You know, going like a half a mile an hour. So yeah, I think um, just being aware and
0: knowing—I think that helps all a lot, right? Well, I guess speaking on that, um, I think it's maybe jumping a little bit ahead, but yeah, you were talking about, I saw that you did miss a blaze somewhere. Um, maybe we could talk about your own experiences. Um, you know, whether you spooked yourself or you've had mistakes on the trail where you've learned from something um, and then how you've kind of worked that into a group, a meetup or one of your or teaching events.
1: Um. Like I said, I, I have been lost um, a couple of times out here. I was at Rock Springs. Um, maybe it's been a while, but I was hiking with my co-ed group and then I let them go and they're on their way and I'm like, oh, a trail. It's only a mile in a mile, you know, it's the in and out. So I'm like, oh, an extra two and a half miles. That's not bad. So I'm just going and I'm walking and it's beautiful out there, by the way. And I'm like looking and like hmm the blazes changed you know so they went from yellow and white to only white and i'm like okay where am i and i was like how can i miss i've missed that so i'm kind of like okay looking at my phone because i'm like at 20 percent of my phone <laughs> and it was like a summer hike so of course i had my water but i didn't i had put my water in my car and I'm like, two miles, uh, I'll just grab a little bottle of water. And so I'm almost out of water and I'm freaking out. And I'm like, okay, Angie, calm down. Like, so I just kind of stopped and did the military thing. <laughs> I just kind of tried to gauge where I was at. And I could hear the sound of 46. So I can hear the cars. And so I started walking in that direction. And by the time I got out to the road, I had walked four miles from my car <laughs> <laughs> and I had to walk back like down the main road back to my car with no water and the heat. My I, I had like a, a small pack on, but it had my camera in it. It didn't have water in it. And so all those lessons learned i always <laughs> teach those in the classes like make sure that you you know know your route but sometimes you're going to get lost and i don't mind getting lost sometimes because that's just extra exploration <laughs> you just you're just exploring more so um i try to teach those things in the class as far as like um gps or buying a, a phone that has like a compass on it or, you know, I mean, a watch that has a compass on it or the Garmin or just something just so that you, you feel more confident on a trail. So, but yeah, I definitely have been lost. Um Second time was at Lake Norris and I got, I was with one of my guy friends and he's like, Oh, let's go on this trail and, and I'll lead it because he helps my other group. So he's like, I want to be able to, you know, figure out the route. And so I'm like, all right. And we're just walking and we're supposed to do like seven miles. And then I don't know, we hit a river. We had to cross the river and I'm like, oh okay, know where, where we're going He's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. And then, then we ended up like on this road that's like for construction. And he's like, oh, let's go up to the top of the hill. I bet we could cut across. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah. It was so weird. We ended up going in the the I don't know where we ended up. We ended up on a private property, like the the private property, and we ended up having to come back. So our seven miles turned into ten miles, and <sighs> and so I'm like, yeah, that was fun, but it was okay because now the we that I did that when I take groups out now I kind of use his route except for the the lost part, but (laughs) I found the the perfect loop for us to be able to hike on and get a full eight miles. I know that it's an eight mile loop. I know all the tricks. Um, So it's kind of like, okay, I got lost. We explored a little bit more, Um, but I came up with this great route. For the trail, so I mean, I think there's just a like silver lining in everything. Right, sometimes it's hard. It's, it's just harder <laughs> to see when you're lost because you're like, "Where do you have me?" But yeah, um, definitely, I, I use all those tools when I'm when I'm teaching in classes about that. I include that within the safety part and um, the knowing where you're going and all of that. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Um.
0: So talking about gpses and phones um i guess what about gear like do you tell what do you tell day hikers i mean um or people just coming to your meetup group to bring um I and mean, i guess it probably just varies on what kind of length of a hike you're going on but um you know say someone's listening to this and they're, they're a pretty new be- beginning hiker but what are some of the things that you suggest
1: um,
0: always sunglasses headgear. um Because you
1: have to protect your eyes, protect your head from the sun and from the elements and also bugs um, from dropping on your head. So mosquito spray or bug spray, something either natural or if you want to buy it in the store. Water, definitely, always. And it just depends on how long the hike is. At how long the hike is, and if it's going to be in a shaded area or if it's going to be something that's wide open. But I usually tell people to bring at least two liters of water, and also to keep a cooler in their car that has water in it and snacks, so that when they get back, they have something that's cold that they can um, drink once they get off of the trail. Um, I tell people to dress in layers, so. I always, I try to wear long sleeves most of the time, but just because it's easier for mosquitoes or any type of bugs um, and the sun also, um, the UVs. So I, I wear layers, but I also tell them, you know, it's easier because you can pull the layers off or put the layers on. Um a day pack or it doesn't even have to be a day pack it could be just the bladder bag or it could be the a fanny pack or just mm-hmm. something that you can put your valuables into um, I'm trying to think hiking boots i always recommend hiking boots just because you never know in florida it can be dry and then all of a sudden boom you're in the water so i always recommend hiking boots but um, i i like the the trainer, the shoes, the hiking shoes as well. So, and I've seen people hiking different things. I just tell them, just if you're if you're going to be somewhere where it's a boardwalk, then oh yeah, you can wear sandals or your sneakers or something like that. Um, but if you're going to be out on the trail, I always suggest that they wear um, hiking boots. Um, some type of map of where they're going. Um, the like I said, the Garmin watch, which I really want one really badly, but. <laughs> <laughs> but um or gps some type of gps system even if it's there even if they pin their car um when they yeah. get out of the car so that they can to help them get back to their car um i'm trying to think what other things do i tell people to bring a whistle um i also bring my charger the portable charger mm. um it has, it has a flashlight on it um for if I'm going to be hiking at night. Um, That's probably about it. I usually put a list on. So for every meetup that we do, I'll be like, don't forget to bring. And then I put a list of what I want everyone to bring or suggestions of things for people to bring. Um, And then I just tell people to make sure that if they're hiking alone, to let someone know. They're hiking yeah right and have a check-in with that so yeah, that's, that's about it yeah um there's the other things but
0: <laughs> yeah no no that makes total sense um i guess something else i'm thinking of is that um women in the bathroom outdoors how have uh, people adapted to that <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> that's another thing that
1: I asked to put in your pack is a Ziploc bag and wipes. So, yeah, um, it this depends. A lot of the women who are hiking don't go. And some of our spots, they might have a restroom, and some don't. So I don't know. Um, I'll use the bathroom out. If I have to go, I got to go. But yeah. there are other ones that they're 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 scared they're a little intimidated by being in the forest or you know <laughs> and, um, getting ticks on their butt they're oh. like well what if there's ticks i don't want to get a tick on my butt and i'm like you know, <laughs> you know <laughs> these are the chances that we take when we're out in nature so i de- <laughs> i definitely do teach um teach that leave no trace principle of packing it in and packing it out and things like that so yeah um so I haven't seen a lot of the newbies do go to the restroom, so I, okay. I think a lot of them must stop before and go to the gas station or somewhere and use it, and then they're okay on the hike. But us more experienced girls were like, "Yeah, okay, we're gonna when we take our next stop, I'm gonna go over there in that bush." So it just, <laughs> it just depends.
0: <laughs> well, that's good. At least I mean, I'm glad y'all are at least showing people that you know, hey, it's 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 easy. It's you know, once yeah. you get over the initial like worry, it's not a big deal. And honestly, I mean, sometimes when you get to these trailheads, it's like just a porta potty, and I'm like, I would rather go mm-hmm. back in the woods and the porta potty. So. <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, I don't think I'm gonna do that over there.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, it is good. I and I try. I mean, I I've told women like it's not that bad. You know, just squat, but I also do recommend like. Um, to women the go girls or the she i think it's called she fresh or she something the little cups that you can oh, use okay okay so if you can that way if i tell them if you're intimidated that might help that might be better if you don't want to do the squat things so right i try to give them alternatives to that and I i have friends that have it and they're just like yeah um, I love this thing, you know. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I recommend it to to the um, newer hikers if they don't want to go out and, and squat in the woods.
0: <laughs> yeah, it takes some practice, and yeah, you know, but you get there. Yeah, you get there. <laughs> you get there. Um. So, I mean, have you guys had any kind of like um? hurdles or failures or issues on any of your hikes um, with other hikers or is it, do things usually go pretty smoothly for you?
1: They usually go pretty smoothly. I have had a few women um, overheat um, Mm. because they didn't bring enough water. And so I just have to, usually I, I just let the other hikers go and I stay back with that person and then I just try to help them to get back to the trailhead. Um, so I think that's probably one thing. And that's why I emphasize the water so much when I'm teaching. Um, because a lot of the hikers, a um, lot of the hikers are new to the group, but also new to Florida. So they're coming from California or they're coming from back east, and the train is totally different and they don't realize like they're like but it's flat in florida and this and I'm like you know? yeah i was like it's deceiving I'm like you still have to stay hydrated and you still have to be able you still have to eat and snack and that's another thing that should that you should put in your pack is snacks um and I and on the group hikes, I always stop if it's a very long hike. I make sure that I stop and we have to sit or hang out for like 20 minutes, just so that the, they can refresh and reboot. And I make sure that they're all drinking, and I give them the the dehydration test of you know spirit fingers. I want to see if your hands are swollen. You know, hey, won't you touch your touch your other hiker's arm to see if if they're cold or clammy, and so that they can all learn how what the symptoms are for heat exhaustion. So um, after a few times going on the trails with the girls in there overheating, I'm like, this is like a necessity. So now it's just like embedded into the hike. Like, hey, let's check how your hand's doing, you know, and how are you feeling? And I do a lot of that. How are you feeling? How's light going? So I can try and um, gauge um, what's going on. So I don't have those problems.
0: <laughs> yeah. That, that makes sense. I mean, I, I mean, I wouldn't have thought about that, but yeah, you're totally right. Cause you get, if you get an inex- inexperienced hiker or someone who, you know, maybe they have an illness or something like that, that, you know, they're, they're new to all this and it's all, it's, it put a strain on their body. They haven't gotten used to that. So <laughs> makes sense.
1: Definitely.
0: Um, so I want to talk about something else. Um, talk about diversity. Um, at least with your Instagram page, it seems like there's a lot of white women. I don't know how many people are coming out in your groups. Is there a lot of diverse women coming out or is it still like, you know, yeah, one it's, it's a lot of, you know, well,
1: white women, they come out, but I do have regular, like I have, I'm trying to think in my head. I have two women, two um, African-American women that come out on the hikes a lot, but it is still mainly um, mainly white women that come out. Um, I don't know. I would like to change that, but um, I teach... Like, in one of my first classes that I taught in for basic for hiking, I had this uh, African-American lady, and she would... Listening to class, taking notes, and then she signed up for meetup. And then she would sign up for every single hike, she would sign up. And then the night before, she would remove her RSVP. <sighs> and I was like, So I just got used to her like doing that. Um, and then I had a family day for Orlando Wetlands, and she showed up. And I was <laughs> like, Hey, Deborah, how are you? You know, and she was like, I'm good. And I was like, Okay. And then she just, explained to me every time she she was excited about the hike but she would get so much anxiety about because she had never hiked before being on the trail she would remove her rsvp and remove her rsvp so it was like okay um when she got out there and we're walking around and she picked the best spot Orlando wetlands where the gators are crossing the road, you know, kind of thing. So I'm like, Oh, okay, this is like it chose. But at the end she was like, I'm so glad that I finally came out because I was so scared of being out in nature and just being, being around like wild animals and different things like that. I didn't know what to expect, but it's not that bad. So I'm like, Oh, that's awesome. So I think it's just, I don't know, a lot of my um, African-American friends are like, oh,
0: black people don't hike. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I've heard, I've heard people say that before. And, you know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> which is not true. And i am they're like, but you're not really black, black. And I'm like, you Yes, I am. <laughs> like, I don't understand. That makes no sense to me. But I I just think that they're scared. And because they don't know it's something that's different. And mm-hmm. unless they were raised where they were outside or different things like that, I think they're just intimidated by being outside. But yeah, I don't see a lot of Black women on trail, but I do see, a, I'm starting to see more emerging um, hiking groups that are African American. Um, so that's encouraging to, to see other um, minorities getting out and exploring and, and learning about our environment. Because in the end, for me, it's all about teaching people about the environment and the only way they can do that is if they're out in the environment, because right. you know there's so many different things that people say. There's no climate, you know, change. There's no this. There's no global warming. But when they get out there and they can actually see it, so uh, that's like my main thing. So if I can get more minorities out um, on the trails, it would it would be it would be pretty cool. But so far, <laughs> not that many. <laughs>
0: Well, hopefully that'll change. I mean, I do, like you said, there are, you know, I think there's the outdoor Afro group on Instagram and there's, I think there's an indigenous women hike um, Instagram. And there are other groups trying to, to encourage minorities to get out on the trail. Um, But I mean, it's not, it's not just like the girls who hike Florida. I see, you know, when I was hiking on the Appalachian trail, it was just white, white, white people everywhere. And we came to to go to a town that was like diverse. You're like, oh, oh my gosh, (laughs) you realize then (laughs) just like what's been missing and, um, but hopefully, hopefully this is all going to slowly change and with people, you know, you know, just spreading the word about hiking and getting, being more inclusive about it.
1: Definitely. That would be great. I would love to see that because I, I know that, you know, now I have friends that are like, I should go hiking with you. I'm like, yeah, you you should. I don't know why you have (laughs) not you know, kind of thing, but, then they're like i don't know there's like bears in the forest i'm like okay you know there are i don't want what if i get lost you know there's all these what ifs there's just so many what ifs and there's and to me i mean i understand it but i've always because of my grandfather's military as well so i've always been like you have to do it whether you're scared to do it or not because if you don't You can't live your life in fear. And that's in all aspects of life, not just hiking. But it's like you have to try it. If you don't like it, then never do it again. But if you do like it, keep doing what it is that you love because, you know, you never know. So and that's how it is for me in hiking or just being outdoors um, in general. It's like, oh, I love being out here. This is the best thing in the world, you know. So I hope to see more of my brothers and sisters out on the trail. But for now... I think it's
0: just, I don't know. It's a
1: slow process,
0: like you said. Right. Mm. So where do you, I mean, see leading these groups going? Um, what do you want to do with it eventually? Or are you just good with how you're doing it at the moment? I mean, I, I love the group how it is, but
1: the, there's just so much more to us. I would love for us to do um, more community-involved type things, but for right now, I'm trying to really get the group to be more cohesive, like I said, where they're just doing more hikes in, in different counties because there's so many different counties. And I would love to be able to set up. Meetup has a new program that I'm going to try to convert to, but, you know, I have to pay for it. So <laughs> it's kind of hard. You know, I already pay for the Meetup itself anyway each month. But they have a program where I can have a... Um, Girls Who Hike Florida Miami chapter or okay. uh, Pensacola chapter so I would really love to be able to do that and then that way the women in, e- in each of those counties can get together and talk and 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 put together hikes and things like that so that they can get out together because I get I get a lot of women from different parts of the state that want to hike but I'm not You know, in that part of the state, and they might have one person, and they'll do the. I've I've had this. Is I don't know if it's a jinx or what, but we've had girls put together hikes in different counties, and then we have weather issues and they have to cancel it and then so then it never happens so i just really want to be able to get girls in the different counties to be able to go out and hike together be more community uh, community involved Mm -hmm. um and try to just put together like larger groups for us going out hiking maybe do there i've been getting a lot of questions about doing sectional hikes um on the, on the FT and different things like that. So that would be kind of cool. And um, I work with the Florida Trails on, like I've been to one festival. There's the Florida Trail Festival they just had. And then I'll be working with them again next month. So I met the president and she was just asking me like all these questions about um, how they can help us to get more women involved in both Hiking and hiking on the Florida Trail. So that would be kind of awesome as well. Um, Even to be able to do workshops because I teach at REI, but um, I'm starting to integrate where whatever I teach in the classroom, I do another class outdoors. So if it's a hiking basic class, I teach that basic class that one day. And then that following Saturday or within two weeks, I try to do the outdoor version of that class so that it's practical so that they can actually see what it is instead of me standing in front of them, telling them this is what you need. This is to have them bring everything that they need and go out on the trail when it's, when we see wildlife, I can tell them how to deal with it or, or, you know, the elements, if it's going to rain or how, whatever. So I'm just trying to, to just be, I want to be more involved, but I really need the community to be more involved because yeah. Since I am only one person,
0: it's kind of, um, <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I think that's definitely the, the downfall of a lot of groups is that you get, you know, the leader taking on so much of whatever set activity, or you get maybe like five or six people who also help, but then everybody else, I don't know, they don't feel like they can get involved. But even if they just do a little bit, it helps. So just step out there and, and, and do something.
1: Yeah, definitely. Just a, <laughs> just a little small step. That's all I'm asking. Yeah, I mean, I do have a couple of girls that have actually are like, Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll I can lead in Ocala or I can like, I have the girl, um, even she does the Brevard stuff. So it, I do have women that are doing it. I just need more because Florida is a huge state. And there's so there's so many parks and trails and different places and so I'm just like, uh, so that's my main thing is I'm trying to figure out how can I get all of these women together and we, you know, conquer Florida.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish I was there. I would totally find an area and lead it, but I'm not. So, um. Well, okay. Before I guess, before we end, I would, tell me about your favorite places to hike in Florida besides besides Orlando Wetlands. <laughs> oh,
1: Orlando Wetlands, no. Um, I love, hmm, Hillsborough River. That's I love it there. I was we were I just had a group there last Saturday, and they were all newbies. None of them had been there. I love that place. To me, it's just magical, and it just reminds me of like old Florida with all the tall trees and the large cypresses and um, the suspension bridges and different things like that. And being able to walk along the river um, as your hike, um, Lake Kissimmee Prairie State Park in Okeechobee. Oh, I love it out there too. <laughs> it's like, it's beautiful. So usually if I do a hike down there, I camp and then, and then hike. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love the open prairies and walking through the the oak tree, the hammocks and stuff yeah. because it it's really awesome. cool. Like how it's like hot, and then you walk in, and then there's this breeze, and it's just like you can barely hear yourself talk because of the the wind is just like blowing through there. So, and they have some they have some pretty good wildlife out there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think where else. Like I I like Ocala. I love being on Ocala. I'm just sometimes the the tick factor, I've gotten ticks almost oh, every yeah. time I've been to Alcala. So I'm like, oh, I love Alcala, but I don't know if I want to hike up there this week <laughs> because, you know, I just got these ticks off of me. So um, Ocal- the Alcala area is, is really cool, too. But I'm trying to think. Let's see. What other places do I like? Like, um, I love going to, like, the wildlife environmental areas as well. Mm-hmm. All of the areas just because you get something different like Lake Norris and um, split Oak down over here by Lake Nona um those are some of my some of my favorites I just like being on the trails I just it it just really doesn't matter as long as I can just be out and and just see things and and just be in nature that's like my stress relief so for me it's like oh I need to get outside because I'm going crazy I need to be you know, getting out but Florida just has so many things I think um we went to Blowing Rocks even though the trail is just very serene so I kind of like it like that one down there as well I usually try to make that a whole day trip type of thing where we go eat lunch and then go visit the turtle rescue Mm -hmm. um, they have so I try to make it like a whole thing when we go down there but uh, I don't know there's just so many but definitely um Cain's Prairie and Sweetwater and both in Gainesville I love those that those are very good parks too i because I love seeing the wild horses oh yeah Um, yeah this kind of it's really cool I haven't seen the bison I wish I could but um (laughs) (laughs) seeing the the wild horses out there and um that interacting with alligators and I think that's like it just blows my mind sometimes how wild life is. Um, But there's just so many places. I just like, like I said, I just like being out on the trail. Blue Springs has a good trail, too. Oh, yeah.
0: That, yeah. yeah. That's a nice
1: so, part. Yeah, that one's, that one's really nice. And I always recommend, like, for the girls, like, oh, if you're going to go out on the trail, you know, if you're going to be in Ocala, you do Jupiter Springs or Alexander Springs. Afterwards, you can get in the spring or as long as the manatees aren't there. But, yeah, you yeah. can go and. <laughs> put your feet in there and, and it's like the most amazing thing to take off your boots and your socks and stick them in that 72 degree water. So I don't know, just there's so many places and there's so many that I haven't been that I would love to go. So yeah. Yeah. Florida just, is a beautiful place. I like it. Even though sometimes I miss the mountains, but you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. Like I was in the mountains last week and I was like, Oh, I could become a desert rat. I see. I see why people love the desert. And I'm like, but I really like Florida and the swamps. I don't, I like it all. It's just, just nat- neat. It's like you said, it's nature. It's being outside. It's all cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. all good. As long as you're out seeing things.
0: Um, I guess a couple of things. Do you have any like resources, final resources for women who um, want to get in the outdoors, any books or websites that they maybe want to check out? For me, like all of my hikes, usually if
1: I'm researching where to go, I for our hikes mainly I stick to the Florida Parks their system, just because their trails are well maintained and they have other um, options in the park once you're in there. Um, But my go-to is FloridaHikes.com with Sandra and Mm -hmm. John there. They're amazing. So <laughs> I do go to their site a lot because it's just so easy to use. Um, as far as books, I don't I have a few books, but I probably I can, I couldn't name them
0: for you. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, yeah, I just, like I I
1: Yeah, I just no mainly I use I use the Florida the Floridahikes.com site is kind of like my Bible because I'll go on there and I can find the trails find different trails because there's so many different options of what you can click on as far as dog friendly day hikes well, you know different ones like that and then from there once I find a park then I usually go and then I'll research the park and I use um I use the AllTrails app a lot because I love the reviews because, you know, it tells you about the park, it tells you where it's at, but there's reviews that tell you, like, specifics about what they liked on their hike, or what they did not like on the hike, or if the trail is flooded, you know, and so it gives you so much more insight Mm -hmm. on the actual trail, so I use that one a lot also, but Yeah, I just mainly stick to the the major sites and just word of mouth. So a lot of times in the groups and both our Facebook um, page and on our meetup page in the discussion area, I'll ask, so what's a good trail to hike on ladies? And then you'll get like all these tons of trails and people are like you yeah, know like this trail and i like that and like so um a lot of engagement in the so i, I like that because it's then i know like okay so these ladies are out hiking yeah <laughs> and they're, they're not just part of the group they're actually out there hiking so i i get a lot of insight from them as well right Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, um, where can people find you online and um, find the meetup group and um, any final thoughts you might have?
1: Um, We have a Facebook group page and it's Girls Who Hike FL. All of our handles have FL at the end. Um, And that's for our Instagram page for our meetup as well and our and the facebook page we have a we have the page itself and we also have a closed group on the facebook the meetup page is is a private page because i i try to make sure that i scan the pages so that i don't have other species yeah um, <laughs> to the, to the pages and because i want those to totally feel safe and be able to talk and post our their hikes. I don't, I want to make sure that they, they're really safe. And then of course, our Instagram page, we don't have a lot of followers, but I'm kind of proud because we're homegrown. So all the followers we have are earned followers that are actually following. They, they engage and they, they talk about the different things. And the great thing about the Instagram page is I do a lot of reposting. Yes. So you'll see other women that are out hiking or do more than hiking. So hiking, kayaking, paddle boarding, whatever. And it shows you where they're at. So that way you can research that place like, oh, well, that looks good. So I, that's like my main spot would be on the Instagram page, just because I want other people to be able to use it as a resource tool mm-hmm. so that they can help them to find places to go. And then it helps me as well. Cause I just go through the search engine and try to find out like, Oh yeah, this is really cool. And then that might end up to be a hike
0: for the group itself. Yeah. yeah. No, it helps me just finding other people doing cool things. And otherwise that, you know, I'm not having to search through a hashtag.
1: <laughs> so you yeah. see
0: that I'm like, Oh, okay. These people are cool. Or these people are out hiking and I, I'll follow them. So See yeah,
1: that's, yeah, definitely. That's me, too. I, and it's kind of cool because, like, I have one girl and she did the AT last year, What's last year, this year? last year, I think. But she wanted to do a section for, um, for the Florida Trail. And she just kind of contacted me and was like, well, do you know any women that could, like, take me to my destination or, you know, so that I could start or to her car? I can't remember which. And I was able to hook her up with another woman. That oh, good! picked her up so that that way so I really I, I love the fact that they're like talking and networking and asking questions. And so the Instagram page is like like the meat, even though yes. I don't eat meat. But um <laughs> <laughs> it's like the meat and potatoes of the um of the whole <laughs> girls who hike movement. So it's the black bean burger.
0: People, yeah <laughs> the
1: black bean burger. <laughs> so hopefully I can grow that and maybe get sponsors or something or do contests i mean i work with florida state parks and so i'm able to do some contests where i can give away day passes but i usually do that in my classes and every now and then i might post something where like um i'll pick three pictures or something with the hat with our hashtag or things like that but i would just like you know more engagement but that's like the number one spot would be the instagram page
0: okay Cool. Well, thank you for sharing all of that and, uh, for coming on the podcast. I've wanted you to come on the podcast for a while and I'm glad it worked out to, uh, to talk to you too. I like, I'm glad to see what you're doing, getting more women out on the trails and just, you know, getting that camaraderie going yes i'm glad i'm like i was so excited i'm like i've never
1: done a podcast before i don't know what what am i supposed to do like i was like i don't know what to do i don't know how am i supposed to (laughs) but yeah very very cool i appreciate you asking me and i appreciate it a lot thank you so much you're welcome